Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Aries, did you know all of our social media can be found on Spearsburg Pod now? What? Yeah. Spearsburg Pod, where you can get it on Twitter, Facebook. uh, Patreon? Yes, uh, uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. I, I believe YouTube, and MySpace even. Whoa! Can you believe that shit? Yes, I can. Find us, guys. Please. Please. I want to say that I have recently been thinking about the blacks. And I love the blacks. Who I don't like is the whites. Because of this the, the, the denigration of what you have done to the black people. You have been evil to the black people. You don't, you don't treat the black people well. You don't treat them right. And I'm very disappointed in all of the vanilla people. And I'm disappointed in him. And I'm very disappointed in you. And when I see you, I will wave my finger in your face and just be a... will say to you, how can you treat the black people like this? Shame on you. Oh, Steve. Larry Hodges. Um, what up, ANA? I'm really disappointed that I missed your Baltimore shows. I'll try to come out next time you come through Baltimore or DC. On the Megan Kelly episode, I had to agree with Andy. Sorry, Aries. I think if we did a vote, you're winning. I think more people agree with you than me. I, I just think that they understood that I was saying the mentality of the child couldn't grasp. You and I would be Biden and Trump, and it's close, but you're going to become the president. I ain't Trump. You know what I mean, nigga. <laughs> I just make it, uh, making sure uh, we, we fucking square that up before we go any further. 
pick two presidents. But you don't like you don't like Biden either. So if I flipped it, yeah, I don't yeah. listen. Never mind, man. Never mind. I will want to ask you one question in regards to Biden before we go. As a parent of young children, I agree with Andy. They are too young to understand the concepts of race, politics, violence, sexuality, etc. Telling them that they should be afraid of every police officer is only going to scare them, not teach them anything that they will be able to comprehend. They're still trying to learn how to tie their shoes at that age. At six, when did you learn? What age were you when you knew how to? I was slow, dude. I probably five. Mm, still trying to tie them things. How? What's, what, what age kids usually learn to tie their shoes? I think like four. Damn. You know, go if ahead, a six-year-old is still figuring out how to tie his shoes, he's a $10, a lot of money candidate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe I don't get out much, but I have never encountered a racist six-year-old, LOL. But you do know they exist, dog. But, but okay, I, wanna, I don't want to stop you. In the, yeah, no. I want to stop you in this. When we said that, and I was bringing up that they, I, I talked about JoJo Rabbit in the movie, they don't understand because you're a racist six year old. Do you understand why you're racist? Do you understand what you don't like, or is it because someone told you to be? Because that told way? you, you don't understand. So that's that. That's kind of, and you you made the point. If you could be taught to be a racist six year old, you could right. be taught untaught. Right. But if you could be taught to be scared, that's different. We need to teach. This is about teaching. I and but I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. Keep going though. Um, I just I just. At that age, kids usually don't have inhibitions about playing with kids of other races. Inhibitions. In theory, maybe it's true that six-year-olds can be taught to be racist, but I just haven't seen it in my experience with children of all colors. Um, the prejudice, prejudices and stereotyping usually starts a little later, 10, 12 years old maybe. Speaking of 10, 12-year-olds, I was around that age when I first witnessed police brutality. I watched a white cop, cop Corp. Got Boston there for a minute. Choke a black dude out and almost pistol whip him until his partner stopped him. I also met Reverend Al Sharpton around that time because he came to my hood to protest against police brutality. This was in New York, the 80s, where I grew up. David Dinkins era. This, I don't, this I don't, is he heavy. Oh, this he is heavy Al Sharpton. Yeah, this was uh, <laughs> jogging suit perm Al Sharpton. <laughs> Big gold medallion. Medallions, nigga. Uh, I don't think I really understood the racial stuff at that age, but I started viewing white people, white police officers more negatively after that. Besides that, I agree with you, Aries, that people like Megan Kay and Bill Maher, two rich-ass white people playing victims is whack. They're full of shit. Keep the great content coming, fellas. Peace. Yeah, I thought that was bullshit for them. We both oh, agreed yeah, on yeah, that. that. Yeah, um, yeah, they just needed another voice in there. That's the last thing that we need. Right now, right. because you know, and the reason I'm kind of mad about it is the same people that would say have two men discuss women's rights and where women should be. Right, uh, there would be like it would be people screaming about that. Right, but on this, I, and one doesn't make any of the other one better. Wrong is wrong, but I right. really think that they could have. You know, this is a, this is a television show, and Bill Maher's smart enough to, you know, but Bill Maher gets checked too. You know, I love the fact that, yeah, Bill Maher is smart enough. However, there are moments when I don't care how good the intentions or how bright the white person, they have moments where they have white slip-ups. And just like him saying nigga and Ice Cube had to check him, 
He had a white slip-up. You know, yeah, but that's also what I did, and I gave him credit for. You have that moment, but you make it a moment that you that you're that you show your humanity and you have someone on who gives you the other side and 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 lets you be checked on your own well, show. Well, and I don't know if this is a testament or a, 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 hats off, a hats off moment to Bill Maher due to his arrogance or to his. I just had the word and I'm having a brain fart. Uh, but he stood his ground in the sense that he told Ice Cube. Look, we're just going to agree to disagree. He didn't agree with Ice Cube's stance on him. So I don't know if that's a testament to his arrogance or his, you know, I don't know if fortitude is the right word, but him standing his fucking ground. Well, you said in comedy that, you know, anything goes. Was he being a comic? Was he, was he trying to make it funny? Was it trying well, to be? No, the, the, anything goes as far as the attempt. Whether or not it succeeds right. is a different issue. If it succeeds and you don't like it, well, then that's subjective. But if your attempt fails, well, then, you know, you know, bravo for the attempt. But if it fails, especially when it's an obvious fail, well, then it is what it is. It's a fail. Uh, but that's why stand-up is an art form. Because to go up and do stand-up, that's why it does stand on its own. It's different. Listen, I'm still trying to figure out, as you have bared witness to, uh, the piece I added on the fucking the three ethnic groups of women when I said about the white girl and the yeah the knee on her neck yeah so it's I've only done it twice I'm gonna do it three more times a night but I'm wondering succeed or fail it invokes emotion right now whether it fits into what you wanted to do I don't know yet. We don't know yet. That's why, that's why when people come out and judge a comedian and judge a comedy show based on one thing that they heard, it, it, it's completely wrong. That, you know, when, you, when uh, an artist is doing a sculpture and they're knocking little pieces of that, like, you know, uh, marble off, mm -hmm. we don't know what that thing's going to look like when it's finished. And, and that, this is, like you said, it's twice. It's in its infancy. It doesn't even walk yet. Right. So... I don't know. Keep going, but I'm bravo to you because when you did that shit, my I lost I I, I lost air. I went, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Francis Onyeki. This is our African nigga, uh, Francis Onyeki. Um, episode two forty one. Hey guys, what's up? Just wanted to get right to the juicy meat off the subject. I had forty minutes. I'm about forty minutes into the podcast and had to hit pause. My guy Andy. I see what you're saying about how the subject may be taught to these children. I'm telling you, nigga, you're winning the, the votes, nigga. Uh, may be taught to these children, but in most, uh, it, most, it most be put out there. Yeah, dog, you're an American now. Um, you got to talk like an American, all right? Not African. Uh, it, mo it must be put out there. It most. It's must, nigga. $10, a lot of money. Uh, it must be put out there. I'm sorry, but some white people are just evil and out of their damn minds. By the time y'all get this email, maybe y'all would have heard of these stories. I may have the first story's information mixed up, but there was just some mass shooting with some country inbred white boy 
shooting up some massage parlor, killing close to 10 Asian women. And most recently on March 22nd, the mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado, with another white guy killing 10 people also. What in the actually fuck, yo? Now white people back, now, uh, now white people back at it with that shit. I'm sorry. I believe that whatever is being taught, fuck it, teach it. It's sad. I have to tell my children about these things, considering the fact that they have a mixed group of friends. I'll never teach them to hate, but they will know how to carry themselves and what to do in situations because rather they like it or not, rather, rather they like it or not, when it should be weather, uh, they are a possible target. We are far from, from bringing hung from trees. <laughs> uh, but damn it, some, I can't say just white people, people fucked up in general. But yeah, since we on it, yeah. You got to watch out for some of them. It doesn't matter if they're wearing a police uniform, they're a dentist, judge, teacher, your next door neighbor. You don't know what they really think about you when they see you. We know you're in the house alone. We just don't know where you are. Uh, just checking in, guys. Love the podcast. I just had to throw that in. I'm about to finish it and see where the conversation goes. Side note, completely off subject. Have you guys ever heard of the dating guru, Derek Jackson? or whatever that basically talks about how all black men cheat and get internet famous over that, but then to find out he's been cheating on his wife crazy. What the fuck? I swear people on the internet are so phony, but I understand they get money, but spitting bullshit. Huh, it's whatever. Love the podcast. You guys are great. You have no say in the Mata, African voice. Oh, he likes that one. He likes that line. You have no say in the Mata. Um... You ever heard of that guy? About the cheating? No, no, no. no. I have never heard of yeah, him. Yeah, I think that's one of them stereotypical myths, uh, too, that niggas, black men, somehow cheat more than any other group of ethnic men. Because, you know, there's that racist thing where I've had a... When I was going back and forth with some white folks on Twitter, and they would send me those uh, racial photos, say, all you black guys talk about is your dicks. And it would, of course, be the black nigga with the picking in his lips and he'd say my dick my dick uh as though we just these walking around big dick savages who can't stop fucking holes um pussy i've said this a million times it's fantastic and men love fantastic listen pussy is is delightful it's cheeseburgers nigga no one turns down a cheeseburger nigga and if you do you're probably gay, which means you're a vegetarian. Everybody loves what's fantastic. Asian men, Hispanic men, Jewish men, Muslim men, Indian men. It's world. It's come on, man. Stop it. Maybe it's just black women are better investigators than their other female counterparts. I might give you that because I might definitely give you that. <laughs> uh, but shit. Uh, I remember once I saw a picture, a, a video, this broad posted on Instagram. Uh, her boyfriend was asleep on a plane, and he had one of those watches that connected yeah, yeah, to yeah. your phone. And I guess as he was asleep, she was scrolling on his wrist through the phone. Boy, I'm telling you, boy. Mm. So, yeah, men cheat, period. Fuck. And those who preach the loudest... 
usually be the biggest hypocrites. Yeah, but when you say men cheat, the mo- men cheat, period, who do men cheat with? Women, hopefully. But if they're men, if women, they're, it's, it's not like one-sided. Men are cheating with women. Women are cheating. Women know? Yeah. I would like the numbers, to, and somebody please give this to us. The statistical facts. Who cheats more, men or women? I'm pretty sure it's men. But women be up there, though. I think, I don't know who cheats more, but I guarantee you more men get caught. Women are better at it. Yeah. Corey Holcomb once had a quote, uh, and this goes to show you again, I ain't got no, uh, despite the Corey Holcomb shit, the nigga's still a brilliant comic. I still like him as a comic. He said, uh, uh, the problem with women is y'all actually fuck with niggas you like. Like when men cheat, we we fuck with bitches we don't give a fuck about. Women fuck dudes they actually care about. So, um, but yeah. And to all the other shit, uh, Owaneki, sounds like you agree with both me and Andy, but um, some of your verbiage on describing the mayonnaise people was pretty strong. Uh, And I'm always the guy to go, we know they're not all bad. Um, but when they get rough, nigga, them motherfuckers get rough. But he, I don't, I didn't feel like it, it was, I didn't feel it was harsh at all because he's talking about actual proven situations of what's been yeah. going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before I read this next one, I want to give a, a, a preface it. Sometimes I know I use these words and don't be right. Is that right? I don't Preface know. it mean like beforehand, like a pre something. Yeah, to set it up. Yeah, yeah. right. All right. Uh, to our girls, and I remember I I, I said to Shamor because Shamor said something to me. We were going back and forth on Instagram, and Shamor said something to me to the extent of um, maybe she kind of felt like she didn't like that some dudes was bashing Farah. And, you know, what to her, it came across like hate. And she also stated, but at the same time, I don't want to tell you guys how to do your podcast because the fact that you guys are who you are and you're real and you're raw and you're honest is what makes it special. Um, so I'm going to say this first to kind of satisfy Shamor because I, 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 I respect Shamor very deeply uh, because, again, she's day one rider. Um, you know, if uh, if we Clyde, she's Bonnie, nigga. She gonna be in that side seat with the chopper. Um, and to all our girls, Deidre Ann Johnson, Shannon, Cece, Farrah, Shamor, Kimberly, and anybody else who I might not know of because none of y'all other girls write in. Uh, y'all play the bench while the starters want to play. Um, I respect y'all. I'm going to always respect y'all. I'm going to always love you. Um, And if there's anybody that I read, which might come off in this next email, as disrespect to y'all, please understand, uh, these aren't my feelings. Uh, I'm not saying I agree with their assessments. Uh, I'm just just reading people's opinions. You're starting to sound like Obama the way you you, you politically handled that one. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, I agree. I'm not saying I support it, uh, but if we quench people's ideas, 
and thoughts and execution on verbalization. Uh, we do a disservice to our country. We do a disservice to ourselves because that's what America's about. And in order for us to be better, we've got to allow people to voice their opinions. As long as you're not hurting anybody, even if you don't agree, uh, we've got to respect each other enough to hear the other side. That way, through conversation, uh, we can find a middle ground. Um, so I'm going to read this. Uh, and, but know we love you, ladies. And please don't ever let anything you hear based on someone else's opinions and thoughts uh, sway y'all from sticking with the team. Uh, and by all means, listen, and I know from what Shamor and I talked about, Shamor's a classy chick, so she ain't going to fire back. She's not, like, like Michelle says, when they go low, we go high. Uh, I know Shamor's going to keep it high. Uh, I but get my ass kicked on this show all the time. You do. Um, so, but if y'all want to fire back, ladies, God damn it, go. And I know who don't have a problem firing back. Fuck you, man. You fuck with me. You fucking with the best. I gave you. Call your motherfucker. Uh, Farrah. So here we go. Uh, this is from Abel Asmarome. Asmarome. And I've read his shit before. All right. Yo, Aries, I fucks with you tough since I was a little kid and I love the pot. And to when he ain't showing his Andy too, when he ain't showing his white supremacy. And Andy, already starting off with the bang, nigga. Um, you better, Andy, you better start tap dancing my nigga Aries into some of them Jew rooms and get him paid. Anyway. anyway <laughs> I need to get into some of those rooms. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say, goddamn, I can't stand a couple of your emailers. These motherfuckers got some nerve. First is that missing in action divester chick, Farrah laying up with her white zaddy and has the nerve to come on here hating on Gemma and telling black folks what they need to do. Bitch, please, you need to go back missing or do your runaway slave mammy role playing. But shut the fuck up. You probably divested because no brothers could stand that mouth of yours. And then you got the buff broad who's a coon babbling cop. And he's talking about our girl, A.B. Um... Talking about she's from the Bronx and proud of cuffing niggas without them even realizing or some dumb shit. And she feel coverage of the police as being divisive. Bitch, you was already divisive turning your back on your people and becoming a cop, locking up your community and working for white supremacy. But what else you expect from a woman who describes herself as a masculine, strong, independent woman, which is code word for she's going to die along with her cats and dogs. So of ours, I would expect them broads to take up for white zaddy, which in this case is Andy. LOL, love y'all, Anna. I have to question this nigga's definition of love because uh, this feels real Ike Turnerish to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's love got to do, got to do with it? Uh, What's love but a second-hand emotion. Um, it felt a little bit more to me like uh, the Chappelle skit with uh, 
uh, Charlie Murphy when uh, he says, uh, "What's the five fingers say?" What's the five? <laughs> what the five fingers say to the face? Smack! Charlie Murphy, darkness, darkness is among us. Um, <laughs> That's what it felt more like to right, me. The five fingers slap in the face. Face, yeah. Um, go ahead. I want you to go on this um, first. Abarel, Abel, uh, Abel, Apples, uh, Abel, Asmaromi. Uh, I assume you're a brother, because uh, for you to speak on white supremacy so hard and black on black love uh, proves to me you a card carrying member of the Ribs and Chicken Coalition. Um, yeah, man, you know. If we're going to talk black love and black unity, we have to talk first about black respect. Uh, and I'm not trying to turn into anybody's father uh, or be take a Cosby-like stance pre, pre-cocktails. Uh, but these are black queens, baby. You know what I mean? Farrah, uh, A.B., despite what you feel, this is black queens, baby. Uh, and, and to start a conversation, maybe the first approach is to treat them like black queens with the right dialogue. And then if you don't hear what you think you're supposed to hear or get from it what you think you're supposed to get from it, then what did the five fingers say to the face? But before we do that, uh, talk to the queens, nigga. You know, you get the panties to come down when you go, excuse me, miss. What is your name? How you doing? I'm so-and-so. May I buy you a drink? Okay. I'd love to get to know you. Versus, look at you, bitch. Uh, I ain't had my dick sucked in a long time. I know we just met, but check this out. I'm going to buy you a Zima. And after that, I need you to suck my dick in the middle of the dance floor. Um, yeah, bro. It's a little bit easier, baby. A little bit easier. Oh, so let me roll out my white supremacist self, I guess. Uh, Jews will not replace us. <laughs> Jews will not replace us. Go ahead. Uh, you know, when you brought up AB, I give her so much credit because not only a black woman entering, and you, you said it, you, you said um, about uh, entering a... Uh, that's a the police department for the for the most part has been kind of a white market. Let's put it that way. Mm. It's it's white, and uh, the laws that it enforces uh, were written by white, and uh, they affect uh, the black community in, in less than a spectacular way in a lot of in a lot of moments. So let's let's put that there. She, as a black person, entered the police force. As a black woman on top of that, as a woman on top of that. Which means she might have to deal with her own amount of bullshit. To go in to better her community. And when I say better community, that's not turning your back on community. That's protecting your community. By having people in law enforcement who actually uh, look like uh, look like the community that they're representing. They're, they're taking care of. And it, to assume that her only goal was to go in and lock, lock up her community. And, and not to... Stop you, but let's be real. Some of them niggas need to be locked up. <laughs> Some of them niggas need to be locked up. But go ahead. Um, 
I, I think is is a disservice to AB. So I'm uh, I'm and it might sound like I'm just defending her because uh, she has agreed with me in the past, but I, I I have total respect for anyone that is willing for to to make their their community better. To take on a challenge like that, I think is 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 to be commended, not to be uh, uh, made to feel like it's uh, against the community. Um, but again, I'm white and I don't live in that community, so. Yeah, and I mean, and look, um, come on now, locking motherfuckers up, black and white, is, is part of it, uh, especially if you're doing wrong. But you also don't know what she does. Besides that, if there's anything or any way that she can help within the inside out yeah, to that's help what, the community and that's protect the community, yeah. uh, she's doing us a service as opposed to a disservice. So uh, it, it'd be better. To have, it's better to have oversight, another black person in that community, than uh, not to have anyone representing right. that community. Um, but again, you know, uh, maybe just start the conversation differently. Uh, and see if you can go from there, as opposed to just lashing out on the on the on the black queens, brother. Well, and then the last thing, really quick, on Farah is because Farah has disagreed with me wholeheartedly on almost everything, <laughs> except for one thing. Yes. And so you're going to go at her for the one thing. I, I think you're being a little short sighted, sir. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no disrespect to you, sir, yeah. but I think you're being a little short-sighted, especially on Farrah, who I find to be funny. I, I, I love that she comes at me, but she's come at me every single time. She agreed with me and, on one and, thing. And, and her, her, her partner is white, and Annie's white, so you would think that it would be the opposite, but she is sticking it to this hunky. Uh, <laughs> nobody could say hunky like my father, man. Back when the Jeffersons, my father would, boy, look at these hunkies. Dude, it's a word that it, 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 I'm sad that it's kind of gone away. It was yeah, it never it, had the sting of 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 the N word or any other derogatory. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't feel it, it. It got the point across, but it didn't feel like yeah. you just got beat with anything either. Hunkies, man, hunkies sounds more like a punchline. Yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> I told you the first time I really ever heard it was when my neighbors moved next door. Mm-hmm. We moved into this brand new neighborhood and uh, uh, all the, you know, it was a, it was a new development. Mm-hmm. And uh, my neighbors to the left of me, it was Chris and Eric Washington. And we were going to go play basketball. And Chris was the younger one with a big afro, big, the Michael Jackson, Jackson 5 afro. And we're walking and we're walking down the street and this car comes hauling ass. And it's going really fast when we were about ready to cross the street. And then Chris just goes, man, these damn honkies. Uh, but see, he said honk. My dad would say hunk. Hunk? I don't know. How man, he, yeah, no, no, no. It's honkies. Yeah. But my dad, you know, my dad would pronounce R, Ara. Ara. Uh, he used to say something else. But, you know, black people, you know, certain words we change. Uh, but he go honkies. Honky to me just sounds funny than a honky. Yeah. Like honky. But I didn't even know that word was meant for me. Uh, oh, or, right, right, right. Or, or white in general until Eric, his older brother, gave him an elbow right. like that and said, this is honkies right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of the hunky, cracker, peckerwood, none of that has the je ne sais quoi of nigga. Man, look at these hunkies. You, we, but 
when you say white, there's a way that a black person just the way the white comes out. Mm-hmm. That sounds worse than honky. Which way? When you, when say, you say white, like you, you white like, sounds worse than honky. When you when it's said with that vitriol, like these white motherfuckers. Right, right. I know what you mean. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, it, it doesn't have the same effect. Right, but I'm right, just saying, right. the word white in general now has been. Pharaoh, when you mad at your man, <laughs> would you say to him in bed if he like don't eat the pussy right? Or don't fuck me right. That's all you got, hunky? That's all you got, cracker? That's all you got, white boy? That's all you got, peck of wood? What would you call that, hunky? This is from Maxwell. And he puts in big caps. Read this motherfucker. Sup, Aries and Andy. Yo, ANA, I'm writing you guys in again. And I was told by Aries, the man himself, he would read this. I believe Aries, from me seeing your show four to five times here in San Jose, we share a deep, deep fetish for pussy. I quote, I hold the snatch open with my hands, makes the Rock Nation symbol or diamond cutter signal and places nose and mouth in the little window. And I deeply inhale. I got to tell you my pussy story in a yoga class. Oh, he was quoting the joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I would go in with my mom's. Oh, I don't like how this is starting out. (laughs) (laughs) I would go with my mom's every so often to her hot yoga class, Bikram Yoga. Both men and women are in the class, and the the women are mainly in booty shorts and a sports bra, give or take a few old broads. So the room is heated to about 90 to 100 degrees. I like where this is going, Andy. Uh, and once we, because once you start mixing heat and steam with pussy. I've done Bikram yoga. Okay. Um, heated about to 900 degrees. And once we start going, everyone gets a good sweat going. As I survey the room for ass, the one directly in front of me catches and holds my gaze. Nice muscular thighs, great plump round cheeks, and a solid set of titties. A very well proportioned woman. woman. Think Jessica Biel. In that Chuck and Larry movie, just less tan, a little shorter, and a different face. As I begin to trace this woman's body with my eyes, subtly and smoothly, I might add, I notice the beads of sweat just slowly dripping from her neck past the back of her sports bra, then finally settling and becoming absorbed in her booty shorts. You know when you're working out or playing ball Sweat starts to drip from your chin or nose. Well, this sexy ass woman, and it's dripping from her snatch. Mm, mm, mm. Delicious, nutritious, holy snatch sweat. As this, I feel like I'm reading one of them thick novels <laughs> that you buy at the grocery store. That Pen- Penthouse? Uh... No, no, no. Not even, maybe that, but with the Fabian on the cover. Oh, okay, yeah. That them fat housewives. Uh, read um, as, as this begins to do the sexiest slow motion drip I've ever seen my mind begins to ponder I need Morgan Freeman to narrate this one okay then okay ah the things I would do with that holy sacrament if I had a shot glass I would just set one up there and take every shot every 10 to 15 minutes no fuck that 
I want to place a few ice cube trays under her monkey and freeze them in place in my tequila for a nightcap. This one was the single, single most greatest things I got to see and think about. I was like one of the great wonders of the world, but better. If I had a floor seat to it, Aries and Andy, do you have a similar story of experience? I also like had a girl that squirted, boy, like drinking fireworks, <laughs> like drinking <laughs> fireworks. fireworks. Uh, tell these people to give me a follow. Oh, this is my dude at DaVinci underscore esque. I got plenty more in the chamber. Yo, what's up, motherfucker? Now I wish you'd have said that. Yeah, I've been telling him the right end. Yeah, dude. Um, that was erotic, nigga. I love some of the description. That was almost like on the level of the pussy podcast, nigga. You, you gotta, if you could do with your hands what you do with them words, yeah, nigga, you just might get you a shot glass of pussy juice. Drinking fireworks is. Drinking fireworks. I like that. Destroy your mouth, but mm. all right, dude. I've done uh, that hot box brink room yoga. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm dying when I'm doing it. I don't like know physically. How, yeah, I don't know how you're checking out anybody at them. I'm like I'm worried about my health when I'm in there. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, am I going to survive this fucking thing? right? Um, I don't have a similar story, but I'll tell you what I do like. Uh, as long as it's not smelly, I don't mind unshowered hot pussy. I mean, like a girl who's been driving around all day long in July in her car with the windows rolled up and the heat on low. And when she get home, you just touch it and it's just it feels like the inside of a sneaker, nigga. It smells like the inside of a sneaker. And it's just hot. It's not a bad smell, but there's a heat to it. Woo, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have a real... I'm not going to give a story, but I'll, I'll give this the, 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 the tale that's the truth. Um, when I was in college, I, I got my first Harley. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I always heard girls like Harleys, but I just bought a Harley because I wanted a motorcycle. And if you ride a girl around on a Harley for a while mm. and go back, that that it, it is it is set you up in a way that is unbelievable. Because the vibrator motion of the has already got her going, and the excitement right. of being the excitement of being on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. the vibration is it's the biggest vibrator in the whole world. And when you get yes. Mm. Yes. Now, I've heard women say this. Of course, no real man is going to do this. The thing about the pearls, if you put a string of pearls in a man's ass and upon ejaculation, she yanks it out at the same time, it's supposed to be the greatest male orgasm ever. I'm going to have to live without that. (laughs) I was going to ask you on the Harley, did it do for your... Butthole. No. Would it? Okay. No. All right. Not not at all. <laughs> There'd probably be a lot less dudes driving. <laughs> right. Or maybe more dudes driving hard. I don't know. Okay. From buttholes to something else. Uh, Darius Davis. 
Uh, what's up, ANA? Been listening since day one. Sent one email and it never uh, got read, so I gave up. LOL. Nah, but Aries, can you kind of take us into the whole Disney proud family shit? Like, what was the day like? Did you record with the other stars, etc.? I only ask because that's a big-ass deal, and people are hella surprised when they find out you were once Wizard Kelly. And to my Jewish uncle, Andy, I always enjoy your take on situations just because I love hearing the other side. My only beef with you, nigga, is you got to keep the bass in your voice. When Aries get loud and shit, you start whimpering. Be like, no, and you stay strong. <laughs> but I'm from Dallas. P.S. I didn't proofread this bitch, so it might get a $10 lot of money line. Um, no, we never got to work with the other actors. I think that people always assume we're all in a room together. Um, but most times you come in by yourself, you got a time slot, you go in the booth, you knock them out, and you go home. Um, the coolest thing about doing voiceover work is you get to come to work in your pajamas because nobody sees you. So you can look as schleppy as you want, um, and that's that. Um, yeah. Um, as far as the, the bass in my voice part, I'm, I'm a, I'll let you know exactly what's going on when that happens with me. Uh, when I see Aries get really passionate, and I'm, and I'm really think that I'm on to something, but I'm not sure. That's me going in. That's, which, that's the voice you hear coming out of me, but the inside my head. I'm checking myself. I'm like going through my my data in my head going, I'm saying this. Is this correct? Is this the whiteness? Is this the, is this what, that's what's going on in my head. Mm. I, I'm in my head. I'm thinking because I, I, in that podcast, when we really disagreed, the most recent one, whatever episode that was, the Megyn Kelly one, uh, I'm like, there's like several times in there I'm saying, I don't see how we're missing on this. So I went right. in, because I went in several times into myself and was like, what, and, and check it while I'm going through it because I need to know. Because I know, listen, I got to be honest about this 100%. When I'm careful in these conversations, it's I'm always checking my my white level. What level of whiteness am I think is coming? Am I thinking at? And because as a white living like okay, being Mexican, being Jewish didn't change the way that I went through the world. And that's what I've said before. I walked through this world pretty much as a white dude. Uh, later in life, I got more Jewy looking than I did early when I was younger. I was more nondescript. But because of that, I check my whiteness when I'm, when I'm having conversations to know where did that come from? Did that come because of, of how it was? Or where in my whiteness is this, is this thought process coming from? <clears throat> and, and that's where that comes from. And so sometimes when I get quiet, it's me thinking. So... When he's checking his whiteness, he's trying to see, is he at cracker level, uh, hunky level, uh, peckerwood level, or fucking white boy level? So, yeah. It, but, uh, you know, I, and, I, and I really think that white people in general should check your whiteness when you're, when you're having a conversation with someone that has. Ex- yeah. When, someone, when you're having a conversation with someone that has experience in a, in a world that you don't walk in. You yeah. better check what level your whiteness is coming in. Right on. You got damn right. <laughs> check your white levels. Right now, you at hunky level. Don't go past peckerwood level. Try to stay somewhere in cracker level. And we know you really fucked up if you enter fucking white boy level. All right. 
Uh, here's one from a woman uh, who might be new to us. Kimberly Bush. Uh-oh, we just signed another one. Yeah, welcome, Tony Kukoc. Uh, just wanted to say, A, fan mail. Hi, Aries. My name is Kimberly, and I just wanted to say that I've followed your career for quite a while, and I'm a huge fan. Not only do I thoroughly enjoy your comedic talent, but I love your Vlad interviews. I hope you do another soon, because I look forward to seeing it. You are very direct and transparent with your opinions, and leave political correctness at the door. Well, then, bitch, welcome to the team. Uh, LOL, I can really appreciate that. Despite what society may promote or agenda they push, women can appreciate, appreciate how a real alpha male thinks. It's hard to find that these days. Keep being you and doing what you do. I love it, and so do the rest of us who value real talent. I doubt you may actually read this, but if you do, please let me know. Kimberly. Yeah, baby. Welcome. Um, can you read the part where she says, I love when, about like basically the keeping it real part. What is that? Um, bah, 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 bah. Uh, women can appreciate. No, no, no. Oh, no the very that? beginning. The very beginning part. Oh. But I love your Vlad interviews. I hope you do it on the soon. I look forward to seeing it. You're very direct. You're very direct. Yeah, right. Yes. You say, read that part. You're very direct. You're very direct and transparent with your opinions and leave political correctness at the door. Now, say, and that works out really, really well for me. You want me to say that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm smart, but I'm not wise. (laughs) I love when people love it. Right. And people do love that about you, and they love it. But they don't have to face the consequences that you do. But you know what also it is? The people that love it can't do anything for me. I need to find the ally and the person who loves it and can do something for me. Because I believe that motherfucker is out there, yo. I believe that motherfucker is out there. Everybody needs a Dennis Rodman, nigga. At some point, somebody's got to fuck with me, nigga. Uh, uh, Thank you, Kimberly. And I hope you write in more uh, because it it tickles my, uh, my taint. Uh, when we get a woman uh, or gays or anybody other than our normal demographic. Because, uh, it, no, it, again, it means we're, we're reaching areas we need to reach. You know, we got our, our fan from Italy. Uh, got some niggas from Africa. I know we got a gay woman, lesbian woman. Uh, I know we got a gay dude. Um, we got our me. Australians. We got our British. Yeah. So we, you know, trust me, it's, 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 it's about to pop, baby. Um, Jesus. Uh, Cree Stone. I don't know if this is a woman, too. Cree. Makes me think of Cree Summer from Different World. Um, Cree Stone. Podcast question. The Pest. I realize this is a long shot, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to take it anyways. You, you're one of the great in the comedy circuit. Unsung, in my opinion. But the people who appreciate will continue to recognize you. That being said, I've always been a fan of The Pest with John Leguizamo, Jeffrey Jones, and yourself. Classic. I was just curious as to how it was during production. Your relationship with the cast and some things that stand out. Your relationship with John Leguizamo, if there ever was one. You don't know me, nor do I you. So I don't expect a personal 
response at all, but I do enjoy the podcast and wondered if you might comment about it sometime. Thanks for all you've done for comedy and all you continue to do as an entertainer, especially during these times. Creestone, Jersey City. Um, you know, John, I can't say enough. John's one of the coolest cats uh, I've ever met. Uh, he's a very cool dude, very down to earth, very New York. Um, uh, my man, who I really had a good time with on that, was my man Freddie Rodriguez, who played, uh, fuck me. I played Chubbs. He, he, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name in the fucking movie. Screw me. Anyway, um, we, he and I had a ball in Miami. Um, and Freddie, you might know from his run on Six Feet Under on HBO. He was one of the dudes that worked at the mortuary. Um, and he's been in a couple of movies here and there. But Freddie's a cool motherfucker. What was his name? I think Andy's trying to look it up right now. What, you got two phones, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, I got two phones. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I've, I've entered a, a new. Jesus. Um, yeah, so I had a good time on that. Like I said, the only person who was a slight pain in the ass was, at the time, John's wife, who was a devil, who was a fire cat, and they eventually got divorced. Uh, but other than that, man, it was great. It was one of my, my, very, my very first early trips to Miami, so it was fucking fantastic. Uh, I, and I know right when you find it, it'll probably come to me. Um, I was Chubbs. He was fucking... Pest. Ninja! That's right. He was Ninja. That's one of those movies that, for whatever reason, I don't understand, isn't like a cult classic. It didn't... It, 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 it is with the Latinos. But it... it, it it could have been. It could have got more. I think it, it should. Was so silly, though. It, but that's what. A, that's what some of those movies are. Right. Um, I like John Lott, man. I don't know him yeah, personally. He's cool I just fucker, man. those one man shows that he did where he mm-hmm. goes through dance, comedy, storytelling, and, and, and that's what he was trying to implement in a little bit of the pest. Some of his zany characters, all in a movie. Um. I also felt like the pest came out at a time where John Starr wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah. So I wonder if that becomes a different movie in terms of marketing and how they pushed it. Because it was done through TriStar, which at that time was a decent studio. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, this is a short one. I already read this. I, not, not that I already read this, but this is from another guy who I've just read. Darius Davis, The Rock from D. Davis. Yo, A&A was popping. Hey, this shit been bothering me. I don't know if I should be tripping or not. Dwayne Johnson only has white love interests in every movie and TV show he's been in. LOL, what's up with that shit? Should we, black people, be tripping or should we be like, fuck it, who cares? Get back at me, much love, Dallas. Yeah, Doug, I, I I never really noticed that, and that's such a that so many people wouldn't care about that. Um, and you know, Rock ain't what is he like Samoan? Yeah, he's a um, black and Samoan. Yeah, Polynesian, right? I don't. Know. I don't know about the Polynesian part. You could be right. I'm just. I don't. Know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I I went with that because that's what I heard, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah, Rock is so neutral and lovable, and you know. 
No one gives a fuck. Dude, I hate to say this because I'm going to come. This is going to sound really white. Right. Is it going to sound cracker, peck of wood, white or hunky? I don't know. Is it, Where is it on your white uh, Did you ever level? see Bullworth? I told you about this. I didn't. There's this section where he said, we're never all going to get together until we're all fuck until we're the same color. Right. Isn't Dwayne The Rock Johnson that color? The right color? That, that, just, just, that, that he's the product of everybody fucking. fucking. Yes. Is that white, what I just said? Is that yeah, that's right. Not white, it's right. If everybody could all put their dick in at once, uh, that's what you get. If you're good looking. Yeah. Most of us aren't going to be good looking. Right. But that, that would be... Yes. I'm glad we solved. We solved that problem. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right, this is from... Osei McMillan. Damn, he sound half African, half Irish. Osei McMillan. <laughs> What's up, brother Aries and brother Andy? I haven't wrote in in a while, and I'm going to make this quick and dirty. Andy, in episode Andy, in episodes back, you keep making the claim that black people invented American culture, which I would say that is us that separates the American culture from European culture. Without us, the USA is just another European country outside of Europe. And what we are is a continuation of African cultures in the Americas. It is not stopped and we have it, and we aren't a brand new people over here after slavery. We might have forgotten the names, but not the practices that make our cultures over here in the Americas. <clears throat> Aries, sometimes I think you treat being black like a burden. If I believed in crazy shit, I think you were a racist Italian in a previous life and reincarnated on April 3rd, 1975. Oh, and happy belated birthday. You love all this Italian stuff when they don't like us. You talk about proper English and that's not a real thing in England or anyway, anywhere that speaks English. You think the southern accent is bad. Go to the East End in London or Northern England. Brother, I think you don't have broad knowledge of our history and culture. We aren't just African-Americans. We are in South America, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and Africa, south of the Sahara, and even in Australia. We are very diverse. Don't let Tyrone $10 be the standard of the literally billion black people on the earth. Oh, and I'm going on too long. Peace, and I proofread. I'm not going to get no $10 slot of money. Okay, I'm going on too long. Peace. And I proofread. Oh, proofread. All right. Um, to your recollection, to your recollection, recollection, I'm fucking up. Recollection, recollection. It's close, but it's not in there. To your understanding, when the fuck have I ever said that black people aren't the most in terms of all the things he said that I know I didn't say. I, I think that he doesn't like the, the when you talk about Southern uh, and, and that, that type of um, vocabulary. Right. Uh, that accent. I had a Mississippi bitch say screet, nigga. So don't act like it doesn't exist. But to sit here and I made it seem like that's all there is. I've never done that, man. Get out your feelings. You and your feelings when you say that. Because I've been to Africa. I've been to Europe. I've been 
certain places in the world. So I know that's not the only thing. No, and we all know, like, even watching some European movies where they're speaking English, it's hard to understand that English. Yeah. So I don't think that's ever been conveyed uh, that we... Yeah, no, I, I didn't see that. What it, I didn't get what he's saying there. And when I said about creating, I, and I, I have to disagree with you though. Um, with him? Yeah, on yeah. A, on America, a black American culture. That when I say it's the, I, and, I, and I think I, I'm, I'm saying what you're saying. We're saying it in completely different ways though. I said this is how I said it is the only true culture was black culture here in America is, is the only real American culture because everything else I said came from Europe. That's what you basically said. That's what I said. But your, the culture here in America is different than African culture. Uh, it's different than any other country that you go to. Every country has its own culture, but our culture has been significantly, the American culture, that what's sent out all over the world is created by, by mainly black. It, it, it's it's a mainly black culture. Even if we rebrand it and white it up, it's still a black culture. And that was my point. I think we're agreeing, but I, I think that you. Um, I, I never said that. Uh, I understand that it's rooted in Africa, but this is a this is a completely different culture. What happens here in America? That's why black people who come to America from Africa don't see this as the same culture. So I, I I don't know I I'm I, again this is where I check my whiteness because I'm speaking out of out of something I don't completely understand but when I look at America without Black Americans we are Europe we're, we're not we're we're not and then you could go to the Southwest and we'd be Mexico we, we're not anything different that's where those cultures came from but Black culture here is uniquely different even to Africa and then to the European culture it's it's different. So I meant it as a compliment anyway, but um, I, I think we're a little off on how we're, both of us are looking at it. I think he's a little off on how we're being perceived. Um, yeah, because I, like I said, I, uh, I never said black people. Matter of fact, that's, if anything, I've always said why I'm thankful for my mother for showing us there's another side, a better side. Um, and, you know, I've oft, often heard some black people come at me with the language thing about, you know, don't co don't correct black people's English because it ain't our English to begin with. It ain't our language. Well, if I tell you what, I'll, if you can show me screet in a dictionary that that's a real word and that exists, then I'll go for that. But don't screet is not a word. I'm not promoting that. I'm, I'm never going to promote incorrectness. Well, I hate to say this because, again, this is coming from a white view. Then don't say it, motherfucker. Yeah, it's coming out anyway. If, if English isn't your language and you don't need to speak it correctly, then tell me the language that you do speak correctly. What would that be? Hunky, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about what gone in the chicken shack. Um, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. When I hear niggas go, I be, I be, I seen't, I seen it. I'm not promoting that. That's incorrect. I seen it. Fuck out of here. Um. All right. We got to get going because I got to go no, get some no, orange. I'm about to. I got to oh, go. Oh, some orange. 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 And 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 start a show. 
All right. Music. This is Isaac Onwegbusi. You know this nigga is a uh, tribesman. Uh, at Dozens One on Instagram. At D-O-Z-E-N underscore one S on Instagram. Uh, tired Latel. Uh, enjoy.